to bother me. <laughs> All right, now go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Anyway. Wait, I don't live here anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Hey, it's your, you know. We'll it's talk your about cir- it next week. Your, your circus, your monkeys. Uh, okay, so it is Tuesday. Uh, that means, uh, what does that mean? Um, that, that means that means we're here for another three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's Wednesday. That's what that means. Uh, it, it, is, it is Tuesday. It is on Taking Pictures, episode 126. Uh, we're here every week talking about uh, photography. Do people and know that it's stuff. six o'clock in the morning for you? Uh, they do now. <laughs> Actually, what it's they seven don't know, in the morning. yeah, what they don't know is that I've been up since four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went to bed at eight, so <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's right. Went to bed at four right after dinner. <laughs> uh, my name is Jeffrey Sidoris, uh, and 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 with me, the uh, the you don't have your soda stream. I didn't hear the. Psh- this morning uh, you, are you right, without fizzy water there it is the <laughs> fizzy water enabled bill wadman that's a great sound isn't it it is a great sound it's you know it, it for me i think i might have even said this before it reminds me of of a train sound which you know trains family history kind oh, of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it reminds me of the pulling into the psh, yeah like you know, the release of the steam the or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i got gotcha. you uh yeah i got the soda stream all kicked up we're in surprisingly good moods today. Yes, it'll fade. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just give it a minute. Where do you, where do you want to start? Uh, do you want to start with this, this thing like we, that we talked about before? The big news? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Okay, so uh, this, this has been a long time coming, um, and, and I kind of wanted to, to talk it through to make sure I'm not nuts, but I think, I think it's good. Uh, uh, hold th- on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think everyone knows that we like each other. I didn't know. I don't think they understand that we're getting married and it's a little awkward. Well, I mean, you asked, what am I supposed to say? (laughs) Oh, all right. Go. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, you could have done a little better on the ring, but (laughs) that being said, all right, what's, what's the uh, news? No. Uh, so Friday will, will, will mark, uh, the last post on Faded and Blurred. We are we are shutting it down. Aw. Yeah. What's the story? Yeah. Um, is there a story? You know, I, I think it's a logical evolution. Um, Faded and Blurred was started five years ago this month. And um, I, I think that I, I've been I've been sort of noodling on this for months now. Um and I, 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 I feel like there are, there are larger conversations that I want to have that the sort of niche confines of, of photography won't allow. Okay. Um, and the conversations even within photography that I want to have uh, uh, kind of extend beyond where um, where most of the photography sites are going. So there, I, I feel like, I feel like faded and blurred 
has sort of plateaued in in scope, in reach, in impact, because I'm not willing to have the conversations around you know gear, basically, yeah. I, uh, I, and and those types of things, you know? I also think that there's there's something to be said for other than the process driven and, and the podcast things and the handful of one on one interviews, a lot of the stuff that you were writing on Faded and Blurred was more sort of third person. It's yeah, it's third where, person where you actually you prefer you're moving towards more of a second person does that make I'm, sense? Yeah, I'm moving toward more original, conversational, narrative-based. Right. Where the person you're talking to is in on the joke, as it were. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, 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 I'm very proud of the site. I think it's, it's been an amazing experience. I have met incredible people because of it. I've had really great experiences because of it and within it. Um but it's just time to 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 let it evolve into where it needs to go, and uh, um, you know I've been a, I've been a, I don't know I've been a little sad about it, but so are you going to leave it up or are you taking it down? Um, I haven't decided yet. I I think the plan is uh, I, I'll leave it up until year's end, and then it will become an archive and it'll be probably password protected because I don't want to lose the material yet. Uh, I've also thought about sort of curating the curation and taking maybe 50 of my favorite posts over the past five years and seeding this new project with, with that. Okay. Um, and, 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 and sort of starting with almost like the, the, in what is in my opinion, the best of faded and blurred with, with this new venture, whatever that happens to be. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. It's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been hard. It's been, I've learned a lot about, I think the business of running a site and, and the business of, of, of what you can and can't do. And then the, and the, the business has really changed. Um, I mean, if you just thinking out loud, yeah, yeah, go ahead. If you removed all of the ads, which there really aren't any. Right, There's a right, Squarespace right. ad and, and yeah. they're, you but, know. If, but if you took all that off and just <clears> left <throat> it up as a place that links end at, because lots of people have linked to all those things. Right. Is there a downside to that other than the fact that you got to pay five bucks a month? I don't think so. Probably not. And, and you know, with with maybe there's a static homepage saying, you know, hey, go here. Or maybe you append... Uh, I can, I can add something to the single.php file that says, you know, this is now here. Go, go, go here for the new stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I had, like I said, I haven't really decided about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, just, I guess the problem is you, 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 you could lose all of the people who come to, to there who might not come every week or every month. If you took it down, they come and there's nothing there versus at least having an opportunity, like you said, to yeah, point them to the new thing. I, maybe that's a great idea. Point, have it act as a, as a pointer. Um, I just see that, that there are – I've tried to sort of push in slightly different directions into art, into music, into you know, books, into the other areas that really interest me. Um, but because 
Faded and Blurred has existed primarily as a photo-driven or photo-related site, that's that's kind of hard to make that shift. So this this new venture, this new project, whatever it ends up being, will be more tailored toward creativity across the board rather than just photography. Uh, I think it's a good plan. I, I, I'm excited about it. You know, again, it's, it's, it's sort of the, the end and the beginning. So I'm in this sort of flux at the moment, but, uh, you know, I think it's good. Um, yeah, there, there is a, um, anytime you start some sort of big project or big, um, I mean, it's, there's a business, but it's sort of just more over the, the, the idea of some sort of, you put your heart into one thing and you are building it up. It sort of is like a child. And, and at a certain point, if you decide to end it to do something else, there's, there's this part of you that's like, I can't let that thing go because that's right. my baby. Right. Um, so I totally understand what you, how, how you must be feeling at the moment. But you're right. Then there's the thing that's coming ahead, which arguably, it, it's like anything we talk about. There's, just, there's this tipping point where it goes from the new thing isn't fleshed out enough for me to jump on that. Right. And yet the old thing isn't making me happy. Well, and, you know, and then there's this it, point where it gets to the top and then it teeters over and it's like, okay, well now there's no question. It's like, we're going this right. direction. And and that's where it's gotten to over the past several months. And I've gone through all of the sort of, uh, you know, the mental exercises that you do the, the, you know, if, if, if you, you know, you have a, a year to live, what would you do? You all take out money from the equation. What would you do? And very few of those led back to faded and blurred, but, but many of them led in the direction of this new project. Well then, uh, uh, then, you know, bon voyage. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. I mean, it will be much more conversational. It's where process driven will live. It's where everyday people will live. Uh, it's uh, writing or podcasts, transcriptions. How, how are you planning on all of it? Okay. But the core of it is more conversational. You know, I want more submissions from from artists, from writers, from photographers. I want more guest posting. I want more Q and A. I want more um, nuts and bolts of of extending in many ways what we talk about on the show with other people who are creating content, who are creating art, who are creating product, who are other creators. I want to speak to creators. I want to have conversations with creators and I want to have conversations with, you know, the haberdasher in Portland or, or, you know, everyday people who have interesting stories to tell Yeah. beyond pull quotes. I want them to be more fleshed out. You know, I want, I, I want to have an hour long conversation with somebody who just happens to be interesting. It's podcasts are pretty cool that way that we can do that now. You know? Yes. Like that would never happen on the radio or TV in quite the same way. Right. Right. And, and the, the storage options are, are varied and inexpensive and indexable. And, you know, you can get them on any device that you happen to carry. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm very excited about where it's going. I, I, again, there's just this sort of the letting you, you hit it on the head, the letting go of the one thing and, and the embarking, you know, <laughs> on the new thing you know what it is it's like flying trapeze how so oh uh, you've got to leave I, the one t- to be able to do the trick to grab the other yeah yeah 
Yeah, and you and you you hope that there's somebody on the other end, you know, or something on the other end that that will catch you. Yeah, yeah, you know, like there's there's a certain amount of faith involved. Yeah. Um, well, and I, you know, that's where that's where you guys come in. I I hope you'll come with me on this next leg of the journey. I I hope that you will uh uh al- allow me to uh to 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 have this experiment and I hope you like it. Yeah. Well, it sounds exciting. I I am excited actually. You should and, be. And 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 you know, the other thing is I've been painting a lot. Yeah. And since I sort of halfway committed to doing this uh it's it's f- freed me up to paint more mentally do, do you now that you're painting again and there yeah. was the 26 year period in between of not painting <laughs> <laughs> when people lived died other people were born and died uh do, you, do, do is there part of you that looks <laughs> Is there part of you that looks back on that period and goes, what the hell was my problem? No. This isn't that hard no. like, to get going. No. It, so you no. still see it as it, it, I was it, frozen know, for a reason. Yeah, it's iterative. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, 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 if you took out that period, I don't know that you would end up at this period. This, see, this is the problem with everything in life, right? Like I, the, the other day, I, I didn't care about school. You know, I was in all honors programs, AP, this, that, and the other thing, but I got like mediocre grades because I never did my homework. Right. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And I was talking to Conrad about it. And yesterday I was like, you know what? If I had it to do over again, I probably would have like tried harder in school. You know, like I would have done my homework and I would have attempt to be engaged and, and that kind of thing. But if, uh, how can you do, if, if the content or if, if the, 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 the materials that were in front of you just weren't engaging to you, that's, that's a part of your personality, right? How do you, how do you, yeah, but there's a, there's a certain amount of just, I feel like that is true, but when it comes to say education at that age, there's a little bit of just read the book and then, you know, it's sort of like, oh, I don't want to read that book about you know, whatever, some immigrants to America from whatever it is. Like, it doesn't interest me, but maybe once I read it, it would have been interesting and led to all kinds of things. Like you, you have to put in a certain amount of energy just to get the train moving. Mm -hmm. And I was never interested in putting amount, uh, putting in that amount of energy. But but Heather made the point that if, if she's like, yeah, but if you had done that, then you might not be here today and we wouldn't be here having this conversation, but that's true. Both, Positive and negative, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah, I it think, is, and that's and that's where it gets not tricky, but sort of. I always play that game, and and I don't know how it actually would come out. You know, would or would I just be a quote unquote better version of myself where I am now? Right. You know, I don't know. You were saying so. Do, sorry, do, I was just going to ask you. Do Do you remember you were talking about books? Do you do remember you the remember? first? Uh, (laughs) oh my god it's 23rd darn we were so close uh you know it's barry manilow's birthday today i know (laughs) just kidding go ahead uh do i remember the book uh do do you remember the 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 first book that really made an impact on you that that uh, inspired you to read for pleasure as a kid yep i never read for pleasure as a kid did you not? No, never. Huh. Um, it's funny because Conrad reads like four books a week 
And yeah. she always did. She was the kid, you know, under the covers with her flashlight reading. Right, right. And I, I never read as a child. Like, I, I read what I had to sometimes, mm. and but I was good enough of a BS artist that I could get ahead in English classes just by listening to everybody else and... You know, wow. like I just, I never, I, yeah, I, in high school, maybe I read four books, like English books. Wow. That's, yeah. see, that's, like I that's never surprised read. me. I didn't know that. I read about. Night. I read 1984. Like I read, I've, I've read a lot of the important quote unquote works. Right. Right. But, but I don't, I don't enjoy reading fiction that much. Wow. Um, see, I, junior high, when we were given the outsiders to read. Uh, yeah. by S.E. Hinton. That, that, that did was, it for you? That was the first book where I, I, I mean, I read, I went on to read um, uh, That Was Then, This Is Now and Rumblefish and, you know, yeah. uh, that something about the way she wrote and maybe it was because she wasn't, you know, that much older than me when she wrote The Outsider. I mean, she wrote The Outsiders in high school. Yeah. So there was a language to it that was, that was relatable and identifiable even though it was a world that I couldn't relate to, that's sort of you know the rival gangs at at her her school and and you know the greasers and the socias and all that. I couldn't relate to that thematically, but I could relate to the way she told the story. Um, yeah, okay, that's that's fair enough. I yeah, at the time I was reading, I would rather read an encyclopedia than a, a narrative book. Hmm. At the time, and even even now, I mostly read. You know, Heather was reading some book the other day, and I was reading Dark Sun, which is a big, giant, 700-page tome about the creation of the hydrogen bomb. Okay. You know, like, I'll read that um, while she reads Harry Potter for the 47th time. Um, right. I just, you know, it's interesting. When I read uh, Persig, the Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, right? that's my favorite book. Um, and had a big impact on my life, that book. Um, so there are, there are books for, for which I think I'm a different person for having read them. Mm -hmm. Do you think books are different in that way than, are there movies that you watched and have changed your life or paintings you've seen that have changed your life in the way that a book has? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, um, the, the other day I, last week I was in, um, I was in Philly. Um, I had to go back down to do some pickup shots for this thing. And I was done and I had four hours to kill. And I've always wanted to go to the Philadelphia museum of art, which I'd never been to. Right. And so I, I, you know, I had heard good things about it, but I got in there and I had no idea how good their collection was. They have a Vermeer. They have like my favorite, like pre drippy Pollock. They've got, right. Like, okay. That, that's where you shot that, that photo. Yeah. You tweeted it, didn't you? Or you yeah, 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 it yeah. yeah. I put it up, two. right? Yeah. Uh, and and it's just, I was walking around and I was just, I was stunned by the amount of stuff they had in there. And I walked around for two and a half hours and all these Aiken paintings that I really love of, you know, surgery. Uh, Bill? Uh, yeah. There are interesting places beyond New York. No, of course. Of course there are. <laughs> I just, I had never been to the Philly Museum of Art and I heard good things about it, but it was better than I expected it to be. Because I heard nice. good things about the Santa Barbara Museum of Art and I was not impressed with that. So, uh, you know, we all have our things, but exactly. anyway, uh, it was, so it was really great, but I was walking around and I was thinking, you know, what, what is the right age for somebody to be moved 
by art in a way that really impacts them. Not just like having it around them, but where they sit and they change their thought process because of it. You know? Like I, I a, a three-year-old mm. isn't going to do that. No, no. So, so remember, there is an age. See, the, the first museum that I remember going to was a field trip in school. It, must, it was grade school sometime, but I don't remember what grade. It might have been fifth grade. Where were you living at the fourth time? Fourth grade. Uh, depends on what grade because I lived in a different place for every grade up until high school. Uh but we went to the Norton Simon Museum in Pasadena. Okay. Uh, and and uh, I, I remember that because they, you know, they've got the the Rodin, the Thinker, in the in the courtyard, and yeah, and yeah. you know, I remember thinking that, that 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 was the first time that I understood that 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 there was this thing called art. Yeah. I didn't know what the impact of it was. I didn't know why it was important. I couldn't articulate that. But it was the first time that 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 I was exposed to a building who that that the sole purpose of the building was just to to share art, to to house art. And it was distinct from everything else around. Yeah, it was different than than, you know, seeing paintings or or something up in someone's home. Yeah. You know, this was there was there was a reverence to it. There was a, a um an importance to it in not only the the way that you acted among these pieces, but but you saw people just staring at things. And I remember thinking, why why are they staring? at these things why are they just standing here what is it about this that's so interesting yeah you know and that to me was interesting it wasn't i i remember the art itself wasn't interesting it was it was people's reactions to it it was almost well religious it was reverent you know people would just stand and stare and i would wonder to myself what are they they looking looking at Yeah. yeah what do they see that i don't which means you weren't seeing it at the time no no, I recognized that there was something there that I should be seeing it, that I should be seeing rather. But at that time, I just wasn't seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so did we figure out what age this was? I, I it was probably f- fourth grade, fifth grade. Okay. So nine or 10 years old. Yeah. So it, w- it wasn't quite there. Maybe 12 or 13, you could get this kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting question of because in some ways you want to expose young people to this stuff as early as possible so that they maybe appreciate it or maybe they change for the better because of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. No, no time to waste. We, we got to fill you with culture. Uh, but, but then there's the point at which, you know, it's like my nephew Bert, right? He's, you know, he goes to the Sackler gallery to see, you know, obscure sculpture shows and things like that, but he's three or four. Does he understand what he's seeing? Is he getting anything out of that? Or, you know, is he, is he sublimating, getting something through sublimation? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. And, uh, one last thing, uh, there, there's a Paul strand exhibit, Mm. uh, that's opening up, uh, in, uh, in a few weeks, 21st, of October through January 4th, my birthday, my 40th birthday, scary. Um, 
So the 21st uh, through through January 4th, and uh, and I was like, oh, I wonder where it's coming from, right? You know, because it's coming here, and it's like, okay. And I do some research, and apparently Paul Strand gave almost all of his stuff to the Philadelphia Museum of Art, so it's from their oh, own wow. archives. Wow. So, Interesting. So, yeah, it's supposed to be like 250 prints. Oh, wow. Yeah, huge. That's uh, a big show. Prim- selected primarily from the museum's holdings with important early prints from public and private collections. So huh. it, it's uh, so I've got to go back down there to see the show. You know, in fact, maybe if there's people who live in the Philly area or some of our friends in in uh, in New Jersey and stuff, uh, we could put together a little uh, uh, what's it called? A little field trip. We could all meet up there and go see the Strand exhibit. But that would be cool. Anyway, good stuff. Um, you know what else I saw the other day? I was in uh, Brooklyn Bridge Park. They're having a thing called Photoville right now, right? Uh, where it's basically a, a photography show and it's all in sort of shipping containers. Was, was Justin Timberlake there dressed up as a big Polaroid? Uh, no, that would be pretty funny though. But they did, <laughs> they did have a guy doing tintypes for $55. And was it a, was it somebody that you, that you know of or was uh, it just I didn't, some you know, random I didn't notice the name. So okay. I, it wasn't sort of like Joe Schmo, the tintype, you know, right. Petruvian or, you know, whatever it was. It was, yeah, it was just this little booth. And then, it, you know, it took two minutes to take the picture, but then it took a half an hour for them to do. How, how big was the plate? Uh, small. I think, I think it's probably a 16th plate or whatever it is. So it's like three by four inches, three by four, four by five, something like that. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, and then they have them over on the other side, like gilding them with the, you know, cause they have to use the. A torch and you know all that kind of stuff gets right. very involved uh it's amazing that people did that stuff that quickly and fast back in the day but i guess yeah. you look at a lot of the old stuff and they're not done particularly well you know there's like a sl- there's a lot of sloppy ambrotypes out there that you know have gotten eaten away over the years because they weren't done very well in the first place and that kind of thing um but um but anyway so they had that and then they had like some of those some of those uh big pictures set up with the holes where people's faces are, you know, so you can stick your head oh, like, a, like at carnivals and stuff. Yeah. 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 Like the, it's like the Beatles and then you, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> it's cute. Um, but the main chunk of it was a whole bunch of, uh, shipping containers with, uh, people's work in them. Right. Uh, and so the, the shipping containers were, were the gallery spaces you'd walk down and back yes, kind of exactly. one side, then the other. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You like you, it's like shipping containers, uh, with the end doors open, right. Sort of facing a main sort of thoroughfare. So you That's like walk tight. into these They're, places. Aren't they only about eight feet across? Yeah. Tops. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's like there were, there were, there was good work there in the sense that everyone, everything I saw was was well shot, competent, all of those things. Okay. But uh, I, I sense a butt coming. But I left and the minute I walked out, I couldn't tell you more than one or two of the things that I saw. Okay, but don't don't you think that's probably pretty common? Yeah, I guess that's my question. Is 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 it is it just because it's all new stuff that I hadn't seen before? And so mm-hmm. therefore, it's not like, you know, going to see some old photographer stuff and you've seen the picture 24 times. So you think about that Eggleston picture that you've seen 12 times and you finally saw the print. 
Well, uh, there might be a couple things at work, right? There, first yeah. of all, there's the, the volume of work. So your, your brain just can't, you know, those are details that your brain is not designed to retain. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and then there's the, the fact that maybe nothing at that point on that day because of the, I don't know, bad egg sandwich you had in the morning sure. or the, yeah. sub, you know, because of my just, attention or because of the work and the combination of the two, what I'm yeah, interested in. Nothing yep. stuck. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I, I can't help but wonder if we're seeing so much work all the time now that it's like, the, it, it kind of goes back to my time at the museum. Mm-hmm. I spent two and a half hours at that museum and I saw a lot of stuff. Like I, I, I walked the entire museum and I, I mean, there was stuff that I sat and looked at for a couple of minutes, but you know, I, I sort of, that's how I take in museums. At least the first time I go through, I just sort of, I want to see everything and then I'll come back another time and go back to the things I was excited about. Um, that, that there's sort of a, there's a, there's a limit of attention. Absolutely. You know, you have maybe an hour yeah. before you fill up and you're not really looking at it anymore. Absolutely. But uh, it, 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 at least in New York, one of the problems is it costs so much to get into these places that there is this idea of getting your money's worth. Yes, yeah, sure. Yep. Um, so you, you want to see everything because, you know, I paid $16 to get yeah, in here. Who knows what the is. next time I'll be at MoMA. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Which I think is a detrimental way to approach it. $25 to get in there, by the way, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunately it's the, the way of the world. Yeah. Um, but Unless I want to live in DC. Unless you live in DC, but then you're paying for it in taxes. So, you know, <laughs> right. um, but, but I, so I wonder if it really just was, or is a larger sort of a macro version of the mental exhaustion that happens when you go to a museum that on websites and Facebook and everywhere else, we're so inundated with so much imagery, so much of the time that is it just too much to take in and we're not really getting deep into anything just because there's so much of it. I think there is part of that, you know, I, I, you know, it, it, but, but what is the, what is the answer? You know, is it, is it, is it, is it some sort of higher power curation or it depends on, on who you're listening to self curation for the people that run, you know, sites like exposure or medium, it's a, a longer form narrative. It's yeah. longer form right. written word. You know, you, I mean, you, any of us could go on to 500 pixels right now and look at really great photography for the next 26 years. Exactly. And, and it's just sort of like, oh my God, where do you start? Yeah. Where you do know, you start? Where do you end? And, and, it's, that's right. Where do you start and when do you stop? Yeah. And this is, you know, look, this is one of the, 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 the conversations that you and I have had many times and it's it's one of the conversations that I have with myself that has l- contributed to to shutting down Faded and Blurred. Yep. Yeah. You know, these conversations are not the conversations that I'm interested in having. Yeah. It just it was just. Yeah, I just I walked through and I left and I, I was I was nonplussed by most of what I saw. You know, there was nothing mm. in there that made me go. I always bring up. That one time that I went to PS one and saw a big retrospective of Vic Muniz's work. Right. And I was and I was like, who the hell is this guy? You know what I mean? Like I thought in, I was in thinking a good way, in a good way. I'm yeah. like, where's this guy been? And why haven't I seen stuff like this before? 
or right. or that 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 one piece that we talked about 600 episodes ago where it was the pile of trash in the middle of the room and the right. the right. light going through it and it you know shows the shadow on the wall and I'm like okay that I remember that when I left I remember that 8 years later right how rare is it that you see something that you remember 8 years later uh yeah I mean I I feel the same way about uh, Tim Hawkinson's work the first time I saw Tim Hawkinson at at uh, LACMA uh, I was blown away by how inventive and how meticulously done his work was. Yeah. And I still remember, I mean, I've got a mental picture in my mind right now of, you know, some of the work that he did and the, 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 you know, something as simple as there's a little skeleton of a bird. Okay. Yeah. But then you realize that the bones are fingernail clippings. Yeah, I've seen that one. It freaks me out, you know, or <laughs> but but just the, the 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 diligence that you have to have the the the, uh, you know, the focus that you have to have to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember things like that. And I'm and, uh, you know, it sounds like. So is that, is that creativity or originality? But I mean, you you and I also talk about how a lot of the new stuff that we see is like, oh, that's just a shtick or a gimmick, you know, and it's, it's short-lived. Is there a difference between originality and a shtick? Or are they uh, sort of the same thing from different shades? I, I think there is a difference. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I don't know how Difficult you to define. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've, seen, I've seen really crappy, you know, work done with a $45,000 Hasselblad camera. And I've seen really great work done with, with a, a pinhole camera made out of an oatmeal box. Right, right, right. You know, so you, I don't know that you can quantify things that way. And that's, I think that's one of the things that makes it so difficult to define what is good work. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you get into subjectivity, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's it, you know, if, I, if you zoom out from what it is that you see all the time and you start sort of, you know, you're not thinking about individual images or even individual artists or looking at the whole landscape of what is say photography. Now it is, it, it is very, very noisy. Yes. Um, the work is noisy. The discussion surrounding the work is noisy. Yes. Yeah. The presentation is noisy. Absolutely. And absolutely. But, but at the same time, we as, a, and most other people say, well, you know, every opportunity to get your work out there, you never know who's going to see it and blah, 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 blah. You know, we all, it's, it's that sort of game. Right. So I got, I have to, I have to put it up on 52 different social sharing services just in case. Right. Exactly. Cause you never know who's going to see it, but then you're right. just adding to the sea of noise. So now you, your, your percentage of what people see is even smaller. Cause you're just making the whole, you're making the larger pool b- bigger as you're trying to add yourself to it. Um, it is frustrating. Yeah. I mean, and, and yet on the other side of that, or maybe even on the back of it, there is this insatiable thirst for content. Yes. Or, across all disciplines, not is, just photography. Is it is it real or perceived? You know, well, do, do are people really looking for, I need 600,000 new things today? Or is it just saying, eh, I'd like to see some new stuff today well, and the world over yeah. serves? 
It's it's uh, it's the the, the great uh, Cusack line from High Fidelity. You know, was I was I depressed because I listened to pop music, or did I listen to pop music because I was depressed? Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, so am am I looking for content because I really want content, or you know, is content there because I really want? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is yeah. Am I looking at it because it's there? Uh oh, man. It just I you know what lately and and this is rich coming from me and you uh but i'm i'm exhausted by input uh it is exhausting yeah it's it's just like there's just so much stuff going on that like i, I sometimes i have to turn it off because i can't get any work done because i'm so full of other people's stuff you know like i can't think about my own stuff just cuz all i'm doing is the instant I come up with something, I'm comparing it to everybody else Mm -hmm. as opposed to just letting it be what it is. And maybe it goes somewhere. I'm I'm tweaking and I'm, I'm, I'm micro compensating all the time in an effort to, to, to shoehorn it. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, when, when they've got, when they've got two spaceship, you know, they're, they're, they're doing like little tiny tweaks to like, Oh, uh, you know, 2% this way, then 1% that way, then quarter percent this way. You know what I mean? Like the, it's like smaller and smaller moves to try to fit it into like the docking ring. Yeah. Thing. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 You know, and I feel like that's where, where I tend to, when I am being romantic about making stuff, think of it more as a, a holistic larger scale movement. It's sort of what, what, you know, what's the Japanese thing where you draw the circles in one, one move, you know? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, what I'm do, yeah, I do, but I can't do it. Right. Not right. very well. Right. But, but, but I, but I, tr- I try to think of stuff that I do in a more sort of, don't think about the details. Think about the larger motion. Right. Cause that's, what's important. Because if all you're doing is thinking about the details, you're going to come up with something that's perfect in the details, but has no cohesive element to it. Um. Anyway, I just it's like I've been it's this stuff's been stewing for the last week. Uh, yeah, I see. We've, we've we've both been really kind of in in noodle mode. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so I while I'm at the Philly Museum, I'm walking around. And I see like a, a camera bag sitting on the floor in this room. And I'm like, well, who just left their camera bag there? And I go in the other room and there's this girl up on a stool, like on a high stool with a big tripod photographing uh, a, uh, um, uh, a sculpture. That's there. on a tripod. They allow, they allow tripods. I think she, well, cause the guard was in on it. So I'm assuming she was doing it for them. Ah, okay. Um, but what I found interesting was she was shooting with, what is the one you used to have, a D300? D300. Is, there was a D200, right? D200X, yeah. Which, which was that a, was that a, a, a well-regarded ca- I, I felt like I was like, wow, that's a really old camera to be doing stuff for a museum with. That's it's all a, I could it's kind a of great think. camera. Yeah, okay. it, was a, it was a great camera. I think it was 2007. Okay, yeah. All right. I want to say. Yeah, but I mean, think about that. Using a seven-year-old camera, that's like, <laughs> I was like, wow, nice. It could yeah. move. Yeah. Um, 
but it was uh uh yeah it was it was really interesting um so so you know and i was like walking around and she was shooting and then she was like like popping flashes off of things and i was like really flashes in here while you already have the ambient tungsten light and it was definitely a white flash i was like does she know what she's doing? <laughs> like, hmm. You know, there's always that thing where you look at somebody doing something that you know how to do and you go, do they realize that that thing is turned the wrong way? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe she listens to the show and she's going to, she's like yelling at me right now. And if, and if you do, if you are in, or do, let, write let in Bill know. That, let me that, know what you were doing. Yeah. Cause I'd and, love, and I'd love to see the results. Tell him to mind his own business. Yeah. Beeswax. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where do you want to go? You want to hey, talk? Uh, can, can I thank a listener real quick? I forgot to do this at the top of the oh, show and I wanted boy. to. Uh, uh, Keith Gaelic. Uh, I got a nice care package from, from Keith from Canada uh, with this book. And it kind of fits a little bit of what we're talking about. I'm going to paste it in so you can see it. Yeah, for the record, I never get care packages. Yeah, what's that say? Mm-hmm. Con- Conrad got a Snoopy snow cone maker. What? Yeah. Righteous. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so this, this book is called Radioactive. Uh, Marie and Pierre Curie, A Tale of Love and Fallout. Uh, can't, can't go wrong with, with, with Mary Curie. Okay, so a couple cool things. Number one, the cover is glow in the dark. Which is just a, a terrific little detail. So is it one of those things where uh, it sucks up the light and then you turn yeah. the lights off? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's by Lauren Redness, this book. And uh, just if you look inside, if not, I'll, I'm going to do like a little review of, well, gosh, I don't know where I'll put the review now that I think of it. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Way to Sidorus. go, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it'll be up on the new thing. Hopefully the new thing will be up soon. Anyway, um, she did cyanotypes. For all of the, well, not all, but for many of the illustrations in the book. And then, okay, so she would do a sketch, then make a transparency, then use the transparency to create the cyanotype, and then hand paint over the top of the cyanotype. Ah, I see. This is a lot of work. Fantastic. All the type. Go ahead. She was using using a cyanotype process not to make photographs, but sort of more more like photograms that she drew. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. And then hand painted and, and embellished over, over the top of it. Uh, created her own font to typeset the book. Uh, so it's all this sort of hand, looks like it's hand lettered. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just got it uh, over the weekend, so I've not read it, but it looks fantastic. And Keith, you were exactly right. This does look right up my alley. And thank you, thank you, thank you for sending this. I, I am very appreciative. He also sent me. Uh, uh, a friend of his is in a band called North Atlantic Explorers. Okay. Uh, Do they actually work on, are they merchant Marines? I think they are. I think they might be. Um, okay. They are from Vancouver. Okay. So this record. Bail word probably. Uh, awesome. <laughs> that's right. Um, the, 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 the record is called my father was a sailor. And I got to tell you, I love this record. I've, I've probably listened to it a dozen times. Okay. Um, it is really, really good. Um, 
it's it's this sort of lush orchestrations and 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 choir and great voices and there's this this sort of uh, uh, narrative little story that begins at the, it's just a very cool record. So what do I give the show notes? Keith Keith gets me right. So thank you thank you thank you very much, Keith, for sending this off. I I would love to do and maybe I can contact either Keith or or uh, the band. Yeah, and, you should they, talk. You should talk to the band. And and maybe do a giveaway. Maybe I can uh, buy some of their digital codes or something, and 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 give out a few of them because I'd I'd love for you guys to hear this. It's a it's a really cool record, uh, or CD album, whatever whatever the kids call it nowadays. I uh, uh, this guy's name is Keith. Who sent this to you? Keith Gaelic, yeah. And okay. and the record is called North Atlantic Explorer, or that's the band. My father was a sailor. We'll put a link in the show notes. I, I will put a link in the show notes. Uh, okay. So so okay. So Keith is feeding your obsessions. Got it. Keith, yeah. Keith is, is uh, inspiration is high with his, with his gift. So thank you again. Uh, very, very appreciated. Um, and it looks like a really cool book. I mean, it's come on, you're, you're hand making all this stuff for a book. That's, no, that's, that's, that's pretty pimp. That's in my, in my wheelhouse to be sure to, to borrow a, a, a seaworthy metaphor. Uh, really? Is that <laughs> right? where you're going? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You are correct, sir. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> uh, right. Hey, you put this link in about from the Lens blog about the Iranian lady. Yeah, how about this? What do you think of this? Okay, so I read it this morning, and I was reading the beginning, and I was like, okay, so why is this in here? It's you know, like I mean, interesting. But then I and then I started reading down, and I got the whole part about the whole prize and all the rest of it. By the way, this little blurb, not very well written. <laughs> It like it kind of goes over the same points three different times with different facts in it. It's very interesting the way it's written. But anyway, uh, but no comment. But so, go ahead. so this woman uh, uh, is Iranian. Uh, How would you say New, Nusha Tavakolian? Tavakolian, Tavakolian, yeah, Tavakolian. I don't know where the so, accent is. She's Iranian photographer. Uh, somewhere between photojournalism, documentary photography, street photography, some is uh, uh, posed, some isn't from, mm-hmm, from what I get. Mm-hmm. Um, and she won a 50,000 euro photojournalism prize from a French foundation started by the investment baker, Edouard Jarmagnac. Correct. How would you pronounce uh, that? I don't know. It's it's it's, it's got a C at Carmignac? the beginning, and I and I don't know how. It, yeah, is it is it a hard C? Is it a soft C? Edouard Carmignac, maybe. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this investment banker set up this photo prize. She got fifty thousand euros, and she was really excited because she's like, okay, this would give me you know a year or two years to go work on this this thing she was calling the burnt generation. Right. Uh, so she goes back, she does a bunch of work. She comes back with the work and the guy who the, this, this Edward guy doesn't like what she brought back and starts editing her work and saying like, I like this. I don't like that. Change these words. You should rename it. Right. Yeah. Wanted to, wanted to rename the whole project. And she basically, she tried to work with him for a while and then she hit a wall where she just said, screw it. And she said, "Here, you could have your money back. I don't want it." Yeah, like if like if it's going to be a matter of you making all these decisions for me, then I don't want your money. Which is probably pretty hard for this woman to say because I imagine she doesn't have that much money. Well, I, mean, I don't think it's. I think it would be hard for anyone, regardless, to yes. give back fifty thousand euro. Yeah, that's a lot of money. 
but it speaks to her, to her integrity. integrity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you think? Could you do that? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you let? Uh, in in the interest of of commerce, would you let someone compromise your your work like that? Like change the color of something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Didn't geez. we have this discussion? No, a uh, little more than that. You know, I tend to lean towards her, uh, but I I guess this is the problem with I mean this guy is some investment banker guy. He probably has no one ever say no to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, he I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he set this up all as just like, a you know, it's just a big vanity project or something for him. Um, I, I guess what does he care if it is what she wants and not what he, you know what I mean? Well, th- this was the question that I was asking myself is if if you're going to put out this, this prize. Um, what, first of all, why are you doing the prize? What, what, what do you hope to, to get out of it? Is it that you love photography? Is it that you love storytelling? Is it that you are looking for the next big thing? What do you, what are you doing this for? Or is it just a write off for your company? Right. Yeah. What, what, what's what's the impetus behind it? What is the intent behind it? And if it okay. is just a write-up for the company, why be so anal about it? Yeah, I don't I don't understand why the direction. Why and and, and the, from what uh, Ms. Uh, Tavakolian says, uh, uh, kind of an intrusive level of direction or curation or or feedback. Yeah, like uh, he was, was he was pulling images out of the project and saying like, no, these aren't going to be in there. Right, and she was saying that those were the pictures he pulled were the portraits that sort of defined the whole thing. Were the right. thread? Those were the it. anchor points for and it, and that whatever was left was just a hodgepodge of images. Right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I no, you're good. You're good. I was just clarifying. Um, uh, and and it, you know, the, she is. I mean, this is a a, a woman whose 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 work, a photographer whose work has been celebrated. She's been in Time Magazine. She's been in Newsweek. She's been in you know. Yeah. It, it, she doesn't have to take this bleep from anybody. Right. Right. <laughs> and I, and you know, kudos to her for not taking it. I mean, if, if, okay, I think, look, to, go to, ahead. Uh, okay. I'm going to go a little bit of a rat hole here. When does somebody earn the right to, to be self-righteous about their work in this way? And I don't mean self-righteous as a derogatory thing in this sense. I just I mean like at, at what point does somebody able to say, you know what? No, you can't tell me how to do this. Well, we only know, first of all, we only know part of the story. Right. Maybe she's always been this way. Yep. Or yeah, maybe, maybe she's actually a real pain in the neck to work with. We don't know. You know, I mean, according to, to, uh, her little bio on the foundation, Carmen Yak website, uh, it reads, a self-taught photographer, Nusha began working professionally in the Iranian press at the age of 16 at a woman's daily newspaper called Zan. Okay. At the age of 18, she was the youngest photographer to cover the 1999 student uprising, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe she has always had this conviction about her work. And if so, bravo. For having, you know, not only the courage of your convictions to stand up for what you think is your, is your art, is your work. Right. But uh, for for saying, look, I, this isn't about money. This is about the integrity of the work. 
Uh, yes. However, devil's advocate here. Sure. By her turning that down, she's probably getting more press than she would have gotten for winning the prize. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So in the end, it might be that some other rich guy says, I'll just give you $50,000 and you do it the way you want. You know, are, are you are you saying that from from a from a point of view of this was a calculated move or I'm is saying this- there could have been a certain calculation in the sense that like, you know what, this guy's being a jerk. I'm going to give it back. And in this day and age, if I give it back and do a few interviews, it may come back around to me anyway. You know what hmm. I mean? Not that she did this on purpose, but like as sort of a, you know what, there's with everything, there's pluses and minuses. You know, everything's a double edged sword. And by yeah. turning it off, it's like I get bad stuff, but hey, maybe I'll get a little press and that'll be good for me too. You know, she's standing up to the man. Uh, it's yeah. weird in this world of, um, in this world of, uh, you know, 24 hour news and blogs and blah, 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 that there is a certain sense of I just got to have good PR and I can, you know. I don't know. She seems, I mean, I don't know. She seems to really value and care about the work she 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 says in the article here i wanted them to know that with that title because they wanted to change the title yep. they can put me in danger also yep but my point as an artist i should have the final say i'm yep. not a delicate flower i just want to take responsibility for my own work defend myself i can but if someone paints me into a corner how can i defend myself i've covered a lot of events here but always with me being responsible for my own decisions yeah i guess i guess the question becomes is money from a photo prize or something how close does that become to work for hire Mm -hmm. you know well and and there's a rich there's money involved in this and it involves a rich guy probably with a pretty big ego are, well, I don't know. I can't speak to that. But were there were there disclosures at the beginning that said we have the right to blah 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 blah? Right. So or in was this was this added in you know sort of know. post facto? It's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting story. I think I think her work is good. I think she did the right thing. Um, because you know she I don't I don't think she's going to regret that. And, uh, and I, you know, I think somebody will show it for in its entirety for what it is now. And it'll be just as good for her as if she had done it for the prize itself, you know? Yes. Uh, it would, I will say though, it was a, supposedly it's a photojournalism prize, right? Mm hmm. Like, where is the, where is the end of photojournalism and the beginning of, an artistic medium. If she's setting up some of the shots, is that still photojournalism? I don't know. I, I'm not the right person to answer that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying though? Yeah. 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 So it's like, you it, know, is photojournalism is one of the requirements of photojournalism is that it is observational, not yes. intrusive. Yeah. You're, you're not an active participant. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Those lines seem to be getting thinner. Yeah. And I go back and forth of, you know, it's, it, it's sort of, it's similar to the lines between editorial and advertising, you know, where it's like, uh, well, you know, your chocolate is my peanut butter. <laughs> your right, peanut butter right, is right. my chocolate. Uh, you know, there's young people for whom that doesn't make any sense. That will make no sense. Yep. God, remember those ads? I do. Those are pretty good ads. 
uh, we we were uh, uh, Conrad and I were watching the what's the um, the Tootsie Roll? You know the one, a two, a three. Oh yeah, how many how many licks does yeah. it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? That, that, yeah, that, that with, one the with, the, with the owl, and they showed that like well into the eighties, and that was from the early seventies. Do you imagine showing an ad from fifteen years ago nowadays? They it just would never it. happen. No, wouldn't get it. Uh, just crazy. This stuff that that adds up, or the the what is the ah, what? that adds up. What was the what was the uh, what was the what was the ad with the the football player who gives the kid his jersey? It was a Coke ad. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, mean Joe Green. <laughs> mean Joe Green. Yeah. <laughs> why wow. don't any of the football players have names like that anymore? <laughs> PR know. reasons. That's why. Because no one wants to be seen as mean. That's right. Everybody wants to be a nice guy. Yeah. Unless they're in an elevator. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> Ripped from the headlines. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, uh, yeah. Where, where do you, what, you want to go? We, oh, we should probably do it. We should probably talk about one of our sponsors. We do, because I, now I need to call them. I need a new website, guys. You do need a new website. You want to you you make that happen? You want to hook me up with a, with a Squarespace what, site, what, fellas? Why, why, don't, why don't I read this while, while you go and call <laughs> Little Ryan? That's right. Uh, <laughs> I need a new site for something. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own website, portfolio, and online store. A professional website, Jeffrey. You going to create a professional website this time or what? Uh, yes. Yeah. For a free trial and ten percent off, son. <laughs> for a free trial and ten percent off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code pictures, and uh, you know get your ten percent off. Take it. Get you get you some get you some discount. Up yeah. In there. Uh, I you know I I edit the audio for for one of Conrad's other shows, right? Uh, the Super Fantastic Nerd Hour. And they they use shameless plug. Well, and they they use they use uh, Squarespace for the, for their site, and they actually just they they do the podcast through Squarespace. You know, you just upload okay, an so audio. Their Squarespace is hosting the audio as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so so you know, uh, Ali Matsu does the, the her co host does the show notes, and then I just stick an audio block in using the uh, what do they call it the uh, block. Yeah, yeah, but what is that whole system called? The layout engine? Oh, the layout engine two, or is it layout engine three? Yeah, whatever they're two. on now. Um, and I, you know, I just took an audio block in there and I drag and drop the MP3, and you know, whoop, you I think know. Squarespace should buy SoundCloud. There, I said it. And embedded inside. And, yeah, because they've got the SoundCloud functionality, the embedded SoundCloud kind of. They've got a SoundCloud block. Yeah. So why not just buy SoundCloud? Because if you've ever tried to talk to anybody at SoundCloud, it's it's, it's a nightmare. It's like mining for gold. It's well, well, you really know, difficult. You know, if you want to talk to somebody at Squarespace, that's what I'm saying. Twenty four seven support through live chat and email, and they're in New York City, Dublin, and Portland. So you know, uh, if you only if you only speak hipster, you can talk <laughs> to the people in Portland, and, and you you're, you're you could up. go get you could go get Pips Donuts and and talk to somebody at Squarespace. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't understand a word you're saying, but you could do it in your skinny <laughs> jeans. Um, look, they, they've got beautiful designs for all of their templates. It, it, in you know what? Skinny jeans. The, the, the designs are Jeffrey approved. Is they that are. fair to say? They're beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Pacific, one of my favorites. Uh, five is a good. One. I still dig Aviator. That that big. That was one of their earlier ones. But man, is it a? Is, it's it's a nice one. Yeah. Bedford. That's a good one. Um, I wish all my images were landscape because then I'd use one of the full bleed things. 
Yeah. Um, well, they, they got you know, so they, what you get for being a portrait photographer. But um, psh. <laughs> and like I said, you could just drag and drop your content in. They've got these beautiful Sedoris approved designs. That's right. Uh, Jeffrey approved. <laughs> like a stamp comes down. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thud. <laughs> Look, the plan started just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Uh, so, you know, go over there. You got responsive design. So it looks good on your new iPhone 6 Plus. I did look at my site on an iPhone 6 the other day. Yeah. Uh, the girl up at the diner had an iPhone 6, and I was playing with it. It's a pretty nice phone, by the way. It's a beautiful phone, but the yeah. 6 Plus is just, it's big. I think it's too big. I, I think it's too big, too, but we'll talk that about that. Thumbs. We'll talk about that in a minute, because I want to talk about it with you. All right, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, and every site comes with an online store, so you can do e-commerce. So, you know, you, you, you want to sell prints if you're a photographer. You want to sell whole packages of... Of, you know, like, uh, this is your, you know, baby photo package and it costs 500 bucks and, you know, you can have them pay right there on your website. Or uh, if you've self-printed a book, you could sell your book. You could do that too. And you could do digital sales. So if you have an ebook, you know, you could, you yeah. could sell the ebook directly from there and they'll get, they'll, it'll give them the download link. It's sort of like a, a digital, what's, uh, what's the uh, fulfillment, digital fulfillment. And who doesn't like that? I, I look for it every day. I, I want to be fulfilled digitally. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, start a trial with no credit card required. Start building your website today. And when you sign up, uh, decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code PICTURES, pictures. Uh, to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for On Taking Pictures. Thank you yeah. very much to Squarespace for the support of On Taking Pictures and 5x5. Squarespace, a better web starts with your website. We, you know what we should do? Here's what we should do. We should move. We should put, we should put OTP on Squarespace mm-hmm. and do, charge a quarter to download it. Like a digital download for a quarter. And people would do this because they get it for free now because? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice vibrato on the sad trombone. <laughs> I should, you know what? When that my friend James Hall was over with his trombone to take those pictures, I should have recorded oh him God, giving you me should a sad have trombone. Do, yeah, you should have him do sad trombone, <laughs> like jazzy sad trombone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Anyway, thank you very much, Squarespace. Uh, hey, iPhone thing for a second. Yep. I'm thinking the Plus might be too big. It is too big. Do you, Do you think it would fit in your front pocket of your jeans? No. I know it won't. No. But the, but the regular Especially phone. Especially not you. Those little like, you know, you're like the tight black skinny jean, you know. I can't wear thing. skinny jeans. What? My calf alone couldn't fit into it. I, seriously, sometimes I try to put on pants and like I try to pull them up like and I can't even get my calf. I have like right. superhero I, I don't, calves. I don't think they would fit. Yeah, they that's would. that's my thing. So I think Plus, you, you got to use two thumbs. Who wants that? Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards. But here you lose more battery life. You lose yes. the higher res screen, so for like showing your work or something in a in a pinch. Yeah, that's uh, probably people are going to be like, well, I you know if you had the six plus, I'd hire you, but since you, you don't, you, lo- you lose mm-hmm. the uh, optical image stabilization. Don't care. Okay, I just uh, I, I wonder if I'll be kicking myself in six months. Is is my only thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I uh, Stuart uh, Stuart Coates was uh, in line. 
buying one yesterday at the Portland Apple store. And uh, he said he decided to go with the six over the six plus. He said the six plus was, was just very, very big. Yeah. Six is a nice size though. I, Hi, Stuart, I have to admit, by the way. Um, all right. Well, I'll think about that in my own time. You know, okay. Why did they not just dump the 16 gigabyte version and make 32 the low end? Uh, you know, it's funny. I talked to a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, who is sort of in this business pretty intimately. And he was telling me that nowadays the price of memory dies is such that it's actually more expensive or as expensive to buy 16 gigs as it is to buy 32. Like the densities have gotten right. such. So, so why not just dump 16 and make it 32? 32, I 64, have no idea. You're going to tout the thing as you can look at how great these pictures. You're going to take pictures all the time. Now you're going to take video all the time. You're going to do this all the time. Yeah. But we're only going to give you 16 gigs as the base model. I will that tell you that, kind of- you know, there's part of me that wants to get the 128 yep. and use the 64 extra gigs to keep a, an, uh, a copy of my Dropbox on my phone as a backup. So, I have a, so I'll have a backup of all the high res stuff that I care about always somewhere else. For the extra, what is it, $100 extra? That's yeah. A, that's an interesting idea. Is that stupid? I don't think so. The only problem is in the in the Dropbox app. And if anybody here works for Dropbox, this is a little this is a little thing to put on your to-do list. You can favorite I'm, stuff. I'm sure they'll get right on. Well, that. no, no, no. This is this is actually pretty useful. All right. You can you can you, if you open up a list of files, you can favorite certain files and it keeps them cached locally. But you can't as far as I know, select a whole folder and have it keep that whole folder. Uh, you've got to go into the folder and select individual items. Yeah. Which seems oh, like a okay, really that would be cool. st- stupid oversight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, no, this stuff is say the, you know, my picture spread or my portfolio, like always keep this folder synced. That is an interesting point. Okay. I'll give you that one. So, so, it. so you could, you could do, you know, you could sync just everything and just have it so that anytime there's new stuff in there, it automatically goes down to your phone when it's on Wi-Fi. Uh, that's a great idea actually. Anyway. So that's, that's does box do that. Uh, yeah. Or, or what's the other one? Uh, the, the Oak spider Oak. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I've, I've got box and Dropbox. I'll have to look. I, it's like, I like Dropbox cause it is very simple and it always mm-hmm. works. Like Dropbox has always just worked for me, which is worth the $99 a year, whatever it is. Yeah. The problem is they now changed it to where you have a terabyte instead of a hundred gigs. And it's like, I don't need a terabyte. I need like 200 gigs. So can I pay half as much for half the space, please? You know? Uh, no. You yeah. Can't do that. Um, anyway, what do you think about this uh, photo? You put it in here. Time shell. I think this is kind of neat. Okay. So I, I don't even know where this somebody, hmm, so I think somebody may have tweeted about it and I saw it. It's a thing called time shell. T I M E S H E L. So only one L time shell.co. That's how they got it. They got to spell these things weird now. Well, me. probably because time shell was, uh, the, the domain was probably being, you know, squatted and they wanted a fortune for it because that's kind of the new thing, right? Right. Uh, anyway, so time shell and, and what this is, uh, it, it, it sort of automates the printing of, of your photos. You add favorite photos to, to the time shell app throughout the month. And at the end of the month, uh, you, you select up to 30 photographs, uh, add them to your time shell story, and they send you prints of these photographs and they can be either rectangular or square. So four, like three or, prints, or like yeah. six, four by sixes. Yeah. 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 And it comes in like a little plastic 
shell, okay, box, but these boxes are are uh, designed in such a way that they they kind of snap together in a in a in a in a like a vertical column, and they've got little drawers on them. Does 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 each drawer only hold one month's worth of stuff? I believe so. That's kind of the thing. It's like See, a little monthly archive. I, I like that except for the fact that, you know, two years later, you have 24 of these things stacked next to each other on the shelf. Well, maybe you make other arrangements, but I, I think they're really terrific. Uh, they've got a little a little slit in the top that also doubles as a stand. So, you know, if you want to highlight a particular photo, you can, you can take a little photo out and put it in the, in the little, the little groove. It's cute. Uh, and it, it, terrific. Great. What a great idea. You know, uh, I was up at my mother's house eh, a month and a half ago, two months ago. And she had some pictures that I had taken of, of my, of Bert and Agnes, my niece and nephew and my nephew and niece, Bert and Agnes. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was just like, I want to get prints of these and you make me prints these. I was like, Ugh. I was like, those are pretty big files that are on, you know, on your phone that we I shared around. Right. Uh, I was like, how big of prints do you want? She was just, just little ones. I was like, well, these are going to be fine. And I said, you know what? There's probably a way that you could just go into the CVS app and print stuff. And you can. You log into CVS app. You you say, I want this one, this one, this one, this one. You charge a credit card for, you know, like a buck 39 or whatever it is for four prints. Right. And then it, sen- it sends you a text back like 45 minutes later saying they're ready at the CVS down the street. Huh. Interesting. And I was like, you know what? This is exactly – I sort of thought to myself, you know what CVS should do? Have a thing right. in the app. Where you, and I looked and it was actually in there and it worked exactly the way I expected it to. And the pictures look great. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's necessarily better than this timeshell thing. I'm just saying – it is easy to print your stuff if you want to. Sure. You know, I, um, I like the idea of this being kind of automated where I, I go through and I, I can sit on the sofa and, and go, you know, you know, over the last month, I like this, 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 this. And then. Yeah, okay. So wait, how many it. do you get? 20? 30. Okay. What if you have 35 pictures? You know, I don't know what. Yeah. Then maybe you need to, I don't know, whittle it down. edit better. Or maybe you need to add those those five to the next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I guess what I guess what I'm saying is that it seems a little arbitrary, you know. Well, uh, it's, it's a it's a probably probably a couple things. It's probably the number of prints yeah. that'll fit in the little box, and it's probably what makes sense economically for their print and delivery system. It, with things like this, do you ever feel? Do you ever worry about feeling trapped in their system? You know what I mean? Like you start doing this for a few months and no, and then they go out of business. I don't, I don't, and I don't, I don't, Well, but you still got your prints. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, uh, same with something. There's an app called mosaic where you can make a little photo book for 20 bucks. It's yeah, 20 yeah, prints, yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. I, you know, mm. I made a, um, my agent wanted, uh, another like little, uh, another portfolio thing. Some of the stuff from the corner. And so I, I made a little book up on Adorama yesterday and, uh, and Adorama had a deal up until yesterday. It was like, everything was 30% off or 40% off. It was like mm. pretty good. So I got this like 36 page eight by 10 book. It was 46 bucks. It's not terrible. That's not bad. It's yeah. Well, their the thing is their, their books are also their Fuji C prints that they then turn okay. into a book. So okay. it's not like it's four color. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was actually pretty nice. I was like, wow, that's actually, uh, I don't know. So we'll see, we'll see when I get it back. But uh, it's just printing is getting easier. 
because these people are trying to make it really easy, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, they should. Yeah. So if it's, if it's Timeshell or it's CVS or it's Adorama or, or you know what I mean? If, yes. if you're just printing some photos, it, man, it really doesn't make, especially now that I have that Adorama place down the street from me. Oh, right. The little fulfillment. Uh, yeah. 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 Kind of the annex. It's getting difficult to justify having a printer at home. Well, unless you're printing real large. Well, real large at home. I mean, I, mine only goes to six, 13 by 19. They can print 30 by 40 at Adorama. You know what I mean? So it becomes like this sort of, eh, I mean, the only downside is I guess you have to wait a day or so. Right. So if it's like instant gratification, but. Well, that and the, the paper choices. True. Yeah. You know, they have like four different kinds on, of paper. On like Red River, for example, the Polar Mat. Yep. Yeah. True. Or the yeah. San Gabriel Semigloss. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's this artisanal thing. It was funny. I had the photo, what's it called? Photoville. Um, this one guy had these prints up and they were these sort of uh, window lit portraits, really dark, deep black background of guys in the Middle East who had been pulled into rendition and like tortured. Oh, okay. And then released. It was like the only thing that I really remember from the show were these, these portraits. Now, the thing is, if you didn't read the labels, the portraits were nice, but not like, you know, that memorable. It was sort of the combination of the two. By the way, almost every single thing there that was a portrait also had underneath it quotes and the story about the person. Right. It's sort of like that's the zeitgeist right now. It was yep. fascinating. Um, anyway, so they had these portraits of this guy, but in, in his uh, initial sort of artist statement, he said, typically, I, I, I prefer to use... Um, uh, it, uh, silver gelatin prints, but for this exhibition, uh, these are you know Epson inkjet prints on fiber paper, ar- archival inkjet, you know, on, fi- on fiber paper. And I was just, I was, I was like, that's just, it's just really funny. It's like, well, why didn't you just use silver if you really prefer silver, you know? Uh, but uh, but it was the it was the it was sort of the matte paper, but with the black matte ink that has a certain look. It's not like a really deep black. Right. It's sort of like a really dark gray sort of like mush that you kind of goes into. Um, it was just really interesting because if he almost really, like graphite. Yes. And, yeah. but, but if, but if he likes uh, um, silver prints, I'm surprised he didn't go with a more coated paper that would have given him deeper blacks, which is what he would get with a silver print. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Anyway, it was interesting. Um, what else we got? Uh, okay. New documentary. That's coming out that I, I think looks really fun. Okay. Did you watch this trailer? I did watch the trailer. Okay. This so guy's the, a l- seems a little on the spectrum, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So the, 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 this, this film is, is called art and craft. And uh, it, it's, it's about this guy named Mark Landis who uh, over the past, he's an art forger and over the past 30 or so years has, has conned or duped, uh, like 50 plus museums Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> into uh, accepting his, his copies as, as original works of art. Yeah. And then brings them to museums and like, does he give them or sell them? I think he, I gives, believe he them. gives them. Yeah. Because if he sold them, that would be the illegal thing. That would be the crime. Right. And they, when they talk to him on the phone, he's like, you know, I don't think I was doing anything illegal. Yeah. Why aren't yeah. you in prison? And Gray that's what, area. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, I didn't do anything wrong. Is that what he said? Or did yeah, he say yeah. illegal? I think I, I can't remember. Because uh, those are both telling words. Um, it, it, fascinating, you know, in, in, you know, in doing some of these things, you know, oh, I just used crayon on this and nobody could tell the difference. Yeah. Although, you know, I saw another link. Shoot. What's the guy's name? Mark Landis. I posted one in that's got a like a if you look at the one I posted below it, you can yeah, slide you okay. can slide like left and right and see the Okay, the, yeah, this is the one I saw the other day. Okay. I mean, to me his his stuff is good, but I don't think that it's to somebody who is a, a okay, specialist. Okay, which, which one which one would I prefer? Which one is his and which one is the original? I guess what I'm saying is that it isn't always which one is his which one is the original, but more I think that they're different enough that if somebody was an expert in a particular artist, they would know the difference. Well, that's the funny thing though, right? Because like 60, 60 American museums have, have. Yeah. Didn't know the difference. Right. Yeah. He's duping so the art industry. Doesn't that kind of, I mean, what, what does that say about the art establishment at that level? Well, I think it says a lot about the art establishment period. Doesn't it? Uh, I look, it's, I think it's very easy. I, I look, I'm usually the one who's taking the piss out of the art industry and the whole thing. But I also think it's, it's very easy to, to be a non expert saying, Oh, you experts think, you know, everything. And, and then they make a mistake or whatever it is. I think that business is really hard because there's a lot of money on the line. Absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and I, there's, I completely and there, agree with you. Yeah. And so, you know, I, and we're talking but. about the, <laughs> but the fact that he got away with it is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously this guy is one of these weird savant guys who can just sort of mimic stuff. Uh, you know, he has that level of, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a yeah, special it's, kind it's, of person. It's interesting. I mean, based on the trailer alone, I, I would really like to see the, the, the final film. Um, and I guess it, it premiered at Tribeca this year. Wasn't there a film, a documentary last year, a couple of years ago about that weird old art painter forger guy. There was another um, documentary about some like Austrian guy or something like that. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. Art forger documentary. No, not that guy. Not this guy, not art and craft. There was an old, uh, the art of the forgery from 2014. Yeah. Uh, Bellatracci. Wolfgang Bellatracci, who uh, tricked the international world for nearly 40 years by forging and selling paintings of early 20th century masters. Maybe we should watch, okay. maybe we should watch both of these. Cause these this, be- okay. This guy, Tony Tetro. Okay. Here. There you go. Yep. Okay. My, my, my mom used to work with, with a guy named Ken. Uh, I, will, I will spare you the last name. Uh, but he was, was drinking buddies with Tony. This okay. guy, Tony Tetra. Yeah, I remember this. Okay, keep going. Okay. And they, they used to go to, there used to be a little place in Upland called Magnolia's Peach. Okay. And it was this little bar. And anytime you would see either a Ferrari or a Lamborghini in the parking lot, that was Tony's car. 
and he used to hang out there and he and Ken used to, used to, to drink together and hang out and socialize and whatever. But I just thought it was kind of funny that here in this like little, little, you know, Southern California suburb is like one of the greatest art forgers to ever live. Yeah. Just kind of hanging out in Upland, California. Is what these guys do art? Uh, or is this, you know, well, I guess it, it depends on your perspective is, is, is the art, is the art in the, in, in the concept or in the execution? Yeah. Well, it gets back and, to our art craft document. Well, uh, which is of course I, what the I think the they absolutely is. are. I mean, Tony, Tony now, uh, from what I understand, uh, paints, you know, commissions. Yeah. He probably does stuff. Yeah. He does original stuff too. I'm sure. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, look, there, there, there is definitely skill. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. involved in this. The skill especially, is not questioned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially somebody like, like him who is able to, you know, cross so many styles. I mean, he's done Rothko's and he's done, but Dolly is he selling and, them as originals or as copies? He did. That's why he got, that's how he got caught. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That is, it is just such a weird here, I'll put this, I'll put it in the show notes. It is, it is such a strange, uh, world. You know, we'll put Tony Tetro. I remember, uh, uh, Ken, uh, Ken asked him and he, and he, he said, it's because it, why, you know, why, why go this route? And he said, because it takes too long to make a name for yourself. Yeah, I'm good. I have the skills. It's easier for me to do it this way because everyone knows what a Botticelli is supposed to look like. Yeah. 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 So, anyway funny yeah i never met him i wish i could have met him did you ever watch that that documentary about the woman who found what she thought was a pollock painting yes who the f is jackson pollock yeah she bought it in a in a thrift store in san bernardino yeah. where'd you come down on that one uh you know it seems pretty authentic did when you initially saw the painting in the movie did you go yes or no yes you went yes see i went no because the colors there was like, it was kind of like this garish yellow in there that I was, it just felt a little wrong to me, but maybe, you know, maybe that's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, actually, you know what? I, I'm going to take that back. I don't remember what my first reaction was. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good movie too. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, she bought it here. Let, let me see if I get it. I think she bought it for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Something like no, that. No, I'm right. sorry. My mistake. Uh, Terry Horton, a 73-year-old former long-haul truck driver from California who purchased a painting at a thrift shop for $5. $5. $5, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, she was offered $9 million from a Saudi Arabian buyer, and she says she will take no less than 50 I'd take the nine. What can you, what can you do with $50 million that you can't do with yeah. nine? I would take the nine. Take Somebody the, offers me $9 million yeah, for one of my no paintings. Yeah, with no provenance? Yeah. Take the uh, nine million and walk. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, E-R-Y, two Ds. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there will be no negotiating. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Oh, hey, uh, we, speaking of films, yeah. we got an email uh, about All is Lost. Okay. I was, I believe, incorrect in saying that it faded to black. 
at the end and it did not. It faded to white, as a listener pointed out, which is a very different uh, or potentially a very different interpretation of what happened. And I uh, got to thinking about it. I went back and rewatched it. Um, yeah. I haven't decided if I have the constitution to watch this movie. So, okay. Well, then I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Because it, it, the, the, the way that it is, the way that it was done, it leaves it ambiguous. But there's a hand reaching out, right? Uh, yes, but the hand is very sort of Sistine Chapel, God and Adam. Ah, so it, you're saying it might not actually be a person. Might not. Who knows? Well, dun, dun, dun. Ambiguity. <laughs> it's the thing we do. <laughs> do you, we do don't you... want to tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's pretty good. Do you do you let's do you, write an ambiguity song? I think we just did. Uh do you think that ambiguity in that kind of thing we there was a long conversation about Lost and I never watched all of Lost. I watched like a few episodes and I was like this drives me crazy. But pe- people who were watching it were just like, "Yeah, you didn't answer a lot of the questions." You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, like it, this was ambiguous. Like this this is annoying. And some people say that it's okay, like, you don't have to answer every question. But to me, it's like, if you're creating a mystery, you should answer the question at the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just have a weird thing about that. It's like, it's like, it's, it's Sherlock Holmes. And they get to the end. They're like, I don't know who the, who done it. It's just like, wait, that was the whole point of this was to create mysteries that got solved. Like, so I, uh, I don't know. I mean, with with regard to this, I, uh, maybe I just like my stuff black and white. Yeah. I, I can't. I went and watched it again, and it was just as disturbing for me and just as difficult. But uh, I, I uh, thank you. And f- who wrote that? I don't remember who wrote it in. But thank you for pointing that out. Uh, did you, you give me a, another list to put another thing to put in here? Yeah, here we go. All is lost, or is it? That's right. <laughs> dun dun dun. All right, we'll put it in the show notes. That will be at five by five dot tv slash otp slash one two six. One two six. Yeah. Um all right, what else we got here? Uh oh hey, I got to play with uh the uh Zeiss eighty five millimeter Otis. Which right. is this pretty sick piece of glass that costs forty five hundred dollars. It's yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Well, I didn't this, buy it either, this, but this is honestly, this is one of the reasons I, I want out of the photography thing. <laughs> this is, this really is one of the reasons it is a beautiful piece of kit. I will, I will give it that, but, yeah, but manual it, focus. So is you it, know. is it okay? Is it what is it? Is it more special than my 85 one, two, or can you yeah, get similar yeah. pictures with an 8518 that costs 400 bucks? Yes. Uh yeah, I mean look, it was it was very sharp and, even and, at the corners and if wide you open. can tell, are you going to be the guy on Petapixel or F-stoppers talking about it? No, no. you're not. Nope. And but you know, I tried it. It was very beautiful. It felt amazing cuz the the way that the, you know, the the uh focus ring is and everything. Like it, it's 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 a beautiful piece of technology if not a necessary piece of photographic gear. Does that make sense? 
Sure. Like I'm I not guess. going. I'm not going to buy one. In, but I will the say same that it's way beautiful. that their that their new eighteen thousand dollar digital camera, is, I'm sure it's a feat of engineering. And I'm sure if you read the brochure, it sounds very impressive. Exactly. But, it's, you know, look, this is like yeah. this is the equivalent of a Ferrari. You know what I mean? It's like, will it really get you that anywhere faster than an Audi TT would? Maybe not. Yeah. You know, but but it was you know it was fun to play with. Like I I would not buy one. You know, I took I took a picture with it that I actually posted the other day in the group, and somebody I think Gary Yost said, you know, take the same picture with your eighty five one two, and it, actually I did take the same picture with the eighty five one two, and not all the way wide open like whatever f I think I was shooting it like f two or something like that, right? And it looked really really good too. So you know what I mean? Like yes. it's 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 just all becomes. If you print out an eleven by fourteen, I you wouldn't doubt know the difference. Seriously, that you're going to tell a difference. It, look, if if you are if you are a landscape photographer but then you're stopping down anyway like there really is sort of a when do you actually need that much perfection spoiler you don't right spoiler yeah you don't uh but i will say that it was uh it was it was beautiful it was very nice so if you're if you're independently wealthy and have nothing else to do with your money please by all means get the 8514 uh but uh but if you're anybody else, you're fine with whatever it is. The problem is the 85 and even the 55, the other one they put out, the problem is that 50 millimeter lenses, even cheap ones that cost $100 with a plastic mount, are so good nowadays. <laughs> I know. That I know. You, it's like That's you, quite on my point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, it was, just, it was just funny that I got, you know, it was nice. Um, are we, how are we doing? On, do we have two hours to go? No, we're, we're, we're at about uh, an hour and a half, so... yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the group. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff in, uh, in, in the, in the group. Again, you guys are, 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 are killing it. Uh, still life looks like people were having some fun with it. Um, interesting to see the different interpretations of, uh, of what that means or what it means to them. Yeah. Um, I even and, put one and, up. I know you did. Uh, and still people putting, putting in crush, putting in selfies. Uh, so th- th- there's such great activity in this group and, and great uh, supportive uh, uh, commentary. And, and uh, I don't know. I just really like it. I really like it. Can, can, so, I, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Oh, Jason, I just saw this. Jason Fuser. I love that bunny. The little stuffed bunny on the table. Did you see that? Um, I'm, I'm going, I'm going right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like yep, a crocheted yep. table. That's terrific. Yeah. Great shot. Jason window light. Yeah. Uh, if faded and blurred had a community component. Yeah. That was as vibrant as our Google plus community. Could you yep. shut it down? No. Right. Okay. But that's, it doesn't. That's, I was, I was just wondering. And I, I, you know, I would love to move the community to, to a, a, a more suitable sort of, platform that that you can have sticky posts and you can search and you can have you know favorites and threads and follow things because it's it's yeah but who makes a system like that lots of people okay lots of people you mean like a like a like a bb whatever or like a like a yeah like a forum solution there's there's one for wordpress bb press simple press um there's vanilla forums there are you know there there are a number of things that that are i think more suited to had I known that we were going to get here, 
I, I would have pushed for a different platform yeah. because it's really hard to find things. It's hard to find things, but and I, it's hard to follow things, and it's hard. The to, nice thing is, is that the the one thing that this does nice more nicely than a lot of those other forum kind of things is that you could just scroll down and look at all the pictures in in like a big. Yeah. Uh, Where instead know, of like uh, looking okay. at a list of threads, you know, 500 pixels now has forum discussion groups. Okay. And I, I went ahead and grabbed on taking pictures as a name. So oh, okay. that, so that if it, we ever that, want to use that over there, yeah, I just, uh, so I, I would, those of you who have used 500 pixels, go check it out. See what you think of it. You can vote topics up or down, you know, you can plus one, topics. So things that, that are, that are more commented on are going to sort of remain nearer to the top. Yeah. Uh, you can still post photos. You can still comment that, that kind of thing. So go check them out. 500 pixels. See what you think. Okay. Um, may not be worth moving, but it may be worth e- at least looking at. I don't know. Uh, I, I will say that my favorite of the still lifes is the Willard Chivers flowers on the black. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. It like looks really beautiful. Almost, yeah, it looks, uh, looks almost like a painting. Like a painting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it yeah. right. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, again, great interpretations of of selfies and uh, Ian Logan. I, I love his. Did you see that the still lives that he did of like? I, I'm assuming they're his tennis balls that belong to his dog. Uh, you know, I did see those. It's the like other a whole day. grid a of, of these different yeah, 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 yeah. tennis balls. I love that. I love that. Um. So lots of really, really good stuff. Dogs really do go to town on tennis balls, don't they? Yes. Oh, Max next. Nice shot of the Metrolink, Max. Good light on there. Um, Jason, nice portrait. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway, um, so where are we going this week? I think we're going to go close up. Let's get up close and personal. Let's see something close. So, okay, I'm I'm not going to shut my mouth. No, go ahead. So, you could mean macro. You could mean any one number of things. That's right. Got it. Up close is is the hashtag. Up close. Okay. Good one. Yeah. Um, photographer of the week. Your choice. Good choice. Uh, I like this guy. Uh, Sam Jones. Another one of these like monster celebrity guys who's been around for a long time. Yeah, um, real good friends with with lots of the people. He does a a uh, a podcast. A vid- it's not a podcast. It's a video, kind of like what Seliger did with uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the interview kind of uh, interview. Yeah, and it is called uh, Off Camera, and he's done I think twelve, thirteen, fourteen, something like that. Um, some with photographers, some with actors. Wait, is this the one we saw with with uh, where he's talking to D- Downey Jr.? Yeah, yeah, he this did is Downey that Jr. guy. I've, I, yeah. Sorry, okay. He's In fact, I think his Dave. thing is better than Seliger's because Seliger's weird looking. But uh, uh, oh, well, okay, whatever. I know, I know. Seliger's questions, I you know, because Seliger has a famous person on there and a photographer, and then tries to like make something of the two. Yes. Where this guy is just having a conversation with the one guy, and I think right. it's I think it's I, I feel like Sam's show is is just conversations. And yes, you know people that he's shot, people some that he's known for years. Um, Amy Mann, uh, Tony Hawk, Dave Grohl, Judd Apatow. You know, really kind of cool. Stacy Peralta, that was a good one. Uh, which if you if you haven't seen Bones Brigade, 
uh, watch that. Film. I love the Bones Brigade documentary. Isn't that a great I've watched movie? it like four times now. Yeah, it's a and every time I, it's like the scenes where, uh, <laughs> sorry, quick offside, where where uh, Rodney Mullen gets all like philosophical for They're like great, a minute right? and a half, and you go, "What is going on in that kid's yeah. head? Yeah, like, <laughs> what? Where is he coming out of? Yeah." <laughs> So uh, it kind of cool. He interviews Stacey Peralta, interviews Tony. Hall. Anyway, monster celebrity photographer. We talked. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it or I just posted about it. His his recent uh, cover shoot for Vanity Fair with with Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Uh, now the highest paid actor in the world. Um, Former heroin addict, now highest paid actor in the world. You yeah. two kids can. Yeah. Seven, see, heroin he, he was make? not a good idea. Seventy five million he made from uh, Avengers, I think. And fifty million from Iron Man, Good so he's him. doing he's doing okay. Uh, yeah, so Sam Jones really uh, 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 you know known as a as a celebrity portrait photographer. Yep, uh, does a lot of stuff for film and television. You know, film also posters. interestingly enough, almost all of his pictures for magazines, one light. Huh, I did not know that. I'm just looking at the stuff that's in here. It's all. Super Can I tell simple. you how much I love this photo of Don Johnson? Just kind of sitting in this this dilapidated leather chair. Uh, I'm looking for it right now. Don Johnson rides again. To, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, for a second there, when it was small, it kind of looked like Liam Neeson to me. Yes, yes. That's why I went by it without reading the thing. Who at 63 is a total action badass, right? Now, how did that happen? Uh, because I don't know. Because I guess young Hollywood is just pretty boys with no guts. I don't know. It's so strange that yeah, he's become this huge thing. This late in the game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mess with him. Hey, if you could be either Ben Affleck or uh, what's his name? Matt Damon. Damon. From, from a movie point of view or from just a guy point of view? Both. <laughs> Did you see Damon might be coming back for another? Uh... Another Born? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the last one tanked and he's. Better. I liked the third one. Did you? You like? I like Jeremy Renner in small doses. I don't think he can carry a flick like. Oh that. no 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 no! Not not the Jeremy Renner one. I mean, I like the third Bourne movie. Oh with, oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Like where he figures it all out at the end and all that yeah. stuff, and like where he crashes the car and right at the last second he like he just grabs a cross for the other uh, seatbelt. Yeah, he's like and like spins it around himself. That's awesome. I uh, I, I like I like Matt Damon. Uh, I like Chris Pine. He's a good one too. Yeah, Chris Pine is good. Uh, I. I I, I, he does, he does a good, he's a good, um, he's a good Kirk. Uh, you want to see a terrific Chris Pine flick and Alan Rickman, by the by, uh, bottle rocket, bottle rocket. Great. No, not bottle rocket. Bottle, no. bottle shock, bottle shock, bottle shock, bottle rocket. Also That's a whole a other movie. movie. Yeah. But yeah. Bottle, bottle shock. shock is great. Yeah. Terrific movie. The, um, uh, you know, uh, Chris Pine used to be a, uh, was a, was a intern for my friend, uh, Hannah, the scene painter. No way. Yeah, years ago, before he became fancy. Before he became fancy. He was like carrying around buckets of empty paint. Uh, he seems like a cool guy. Yep. I'm, I'm sure he's, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Good looking yeah. man. Uh, very. I want to be good looking like these guys. His dad. Yeah. Come on. From Chips. Yeah. Robert Pine. Hey, have you ever, uh, you ever had a suit made for you? No. Would you, you would do that though. I would do that. Yeah, I, I I have a chance to do it, and it's like they're five ninety nine, and then I got hundred dollars off. It'd be five hundred bucks for me to get a suit made. So go do it. Yeah, I gotta go. I'm gonna go do it. Quit playing with four thousand dollar lenses that you're never gonna use, and go get a nice suit. Oh, it's yeah. 
Oh, I'm never going to buy that thing. Who's just it's like play that. With? Um, yeah. So Sam Jones, uh, fantastic really, stuff yeah, in here. Really, really good stuff. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Like and Sam. he, uh, he seems to make, I'd love people, to talk to him. I think he'd be a great person well, to just should, hang you out should with. Send him an email and see if you can get him on, get him on the horn. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I think, I think John Mayer needs a haircut though. I'm not liking the long hair. You don't like that, that the, under, you don't like the, 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 uh, the, 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 the Montana Prairie John Mayer. No, I, that doesn't do anything for me. And I, and I generally like John Mayer musically. But yeah, not not really not really doing it for me. He just did a duet with Barbara Streisand. Well, Barbara Streisand can sing, so that's a I, I would do it too. It's good stuff. All right, yeah. anything else? Or are we, Sorry, uh, I'm just I'm like mesmerized. I'm flipping through his yeah, work me and too. just going. Sam wow. Jones definitely definitely a uh, a keeper. Yeah, yeah, I dig him. Well done, Sam. Yeah, see, even the stuff outside where he's using lights, it's one light. Huh. You know what, guys? You know what, kids? One good light <laughs> is all you need. It's true, though. All right. It's just like, you know. Uh, One good light and talent. Well, and hard work, too. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's, like, it's just a matter of, you know. I love the shot of Krasinski playing basketball, yeah. like in the little old-timey uniform. That's cool. Yeah. But it's like before you start, you know, playing with 26 speed lights just work with one nice big light uh good stuff um sam jones anything else before we wrap up how do Uh, people get a hold of us podcast at ontakingpictures.com yep uh bill tweets at bill wadman i tweet at jeffrey sidoris uh and can i just say i know a lot of you guys visit faded and blurred and and I, i i really thank you for for your attention, your time. It's, it's been a fun ride. It's been a, it's been a really fun ride. And I, I'm, I'm very excited to see where the next chapter leads. Uh, I think we all are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's exciting. New time, but that's, yeah. That's, but that it, like, you know, there's always times of change are always a little bit scary, a little bit feeling like, uh, you know what I've noticed in life is that the things that you're holding on to that you think are that, that, that because it's your, it's your present. Mm-hmm. It, once you put them down and move on, you realize that they were more important than you thought they were. And at the same time, less so. Yeah. Well, it, it's the, like it's they, the, they, that they were inflated and the minute you put them down, they deflate to something that's more dense and compact and more filled with more meaning than yeah. when you were holding them. I, I agree. It, it's the, uh, the, the croupier, you know, hang on tightly, let go lightly. Yep. Which is another great flick. If you haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, uh anyway, good stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, um, anything oh, else? Uh, we, we did get a, a voicemail. Maybe we can put part of this in for the next show. Uh, the one from Tom. Oh yeah. 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 You Tom want, from Michigan. Do you hey, want, Tom. He loves leaving us voicemails. He loves the voicemail. I wish more people would. You can leave a voicemail if you, if you are so inclined, uh, at, Three four seven six eight seven ninety four eleven. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, you want me to put it in now or leave it for next time? Uh, it's I don't know. It's pretty. It's what is it? Two minutes? Yeah. It's like seventy four minutes long. It's seventy four minutes long. No, I don't know. It's t- it's exactly two <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, you know. Okay. If not, uh, we'll save it for next time. Okay. But either way, thank you, Tom, for taking the time. We love your voicemails. Keep them coming. 
Hey, boys. It's Tom in Michigan. I just got through the uh, last week's podcast, and uh, thank you for doing Frank Hurley. Uh, I, I just wanted to riff on him for a second. Uh, you reminded me in the podcast that I had sent that in last January, and I'm pretty sure in that email, um, you know, the, the way I know of Frank Hurley is through this coffee table book, but it's a, there's also an incredible narrative, and it's just called Endurance, and it's by Caroline Alexander. And I almost have to implore you guys to pick up this book. I think it's only like 12 or 14 bucks or something on Amazon. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's got tons of great pictures from that endurance expedition. And the, the cool thing about the book, I mean, she writes an incredible narrative, but a lot of it is taken from uh, diaries that those guys wrote on that ship. And that particular expedition, I mean, those guys were lost out there for almost two years and nobody died. And the way they got rescued is so unbelievable. It's just one of the most incredible stories I've ever heard. But back to Frank Hurley, man. I would make an argument that that guy is probably one of the most studliest photographers ever. I mean, what this guy would do to, to get pictures was unbelievable. And there's some great stuff in the endurance book when that thing was like crushed and sinking about him diving into freezing water to retrieve glass plates, stuff like that, that he, you know, stuff that he wanted to save. I mean, it's just, it's so out of bounds and just beyond my, imagination I, I just it's incredible so if you guys get a chance i know you go through a lot of stuff but man that book by caroline alexander the endurance is just i think every photographer should have to read that and find out what it really means to be a true <laughs> that 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 guy was uh frank curly was it so thanks for doing that guys you rock i'll talk to you again man adios hey uh are we doing a q a or next time or no i think that'd be good what do you okay. think you want to yeah, do let's, q let's do a q a next time Okay. Uh, Q&A next time so send in your, your stuff podcast on taking pictures or put them in the group I'll put up a post and people can add to it or yeah, tweet good. them to us or whatever yeah. and, uh, and we'll see you next time alright thanks for listening everyone alright bye Say what you want to say I know what you will say Will leave